I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is FM104's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast with Jim Jim and Nobby. See, they're creeping in, they're creeping in. We're all talking like that now. Um, oh, absolutely. Sure, we're all watching people from all over the world these days you know you're not exposed to just one accent I've always watched Americans but it's only now yeah but they've TikTok you know it's, it's, it's TikTok. TikTok I blame TikTok Mayor of Easttown creator says maybe to a second season if you're enjoying that the limited series concluded this week and the creator Brad Inglesby said that although the mystery had been solved he could see potential for a second visit to Pennsylvania town everyone I know is watching this says it's banging Mayor of Easttown the East Town Police Department received a call reporting a dead body in Creedham Creek. We've decided to bring in a county detective to assist with the case. How do you like working with my mom so far? We're just getting started out. Any tips? Lower your expectations. Should we do this outside? No. All right. Let's go. Hey, hey whoa, whoa, whoa. Mayor, what's what happening? She knows what's, what's happening, Tony. Okay. She knows. Mayor, All right, let me go. Are you friends with these people? Yeah. Why do they call you Lady Hawk? I made a shot in a basketball game. Must have been some shot. Around here, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Selena Gomez has announced a rare, uh, rare beauty products to be released globally in July. Everyone's doing the beauty products now, Nobby. We need to get on that game. What type of beauty would we do? Well, you know, loads of people have been releasing the beauty products. Well, you know about eyebrows, beauty products. maybe eyebrows. Yeah, uh, eyebrow extensions. Eyebrow extensions, yeah, they, they, they come down like, like a mullet. It'd like be the good. Sides of your eyes. Um, yeah, I'd be into it. Well, side of money is. Well, here's what Selena says about rare beauty. Hi, rare beauty. It's me, Selena Gomez. I've seen. Hang on a second. Now. Is she talking to her own beauty range there? I think does she call her fans rare beauty? Okay, hang on a second. Hi, rare post? beauty. It's me, Selena Gomez. I've seen all of your comments and tweets and I am excited I finally get to share with you that we will be launching internationally on July 1st. This has been an absolute dream of mine. I cannot wait for you to try the collection and see all of the looks that you create with my products. I love you all and I miss you so much. You don't really know them though, do you? Uh, She feels like she does, I'd say. (laughs) Kate Winslet says she's no longer going to take her clothes off on screen, stripping on screen. She said those days are kind of over now. She's kind of done with it. She was famous, of course, for the Titanic when she was uh, reclining on the couch being painted. But she said her days are being numbered of doing that. She said, I'm not that comfortable doing it anymore. Oh. It's not even really an age thing. It just comes to a point where people are going, oh, here she goes again. 
Has she taken her clothes off a lot in movies? I don't know. Possibly. Is she famous for it? I wouldn't say famous for it, but you know what can happen. Paul Meskel is single. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. He's the opposite single. Sorry, he's off. Not on the market. He's off the market. Paul Meskel is spoken for. Not single. Uh, so Phoebe Bridgers, uh, it's official. It is official. Phoebe Bridgers? He's going out with Phoebe Bridgers? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's rumours now. What's the power couple that is? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Class. What are we going to call them? Mm, Paul Bridge. Paul Bridge. Paul's Bridge. Bridgers. Paul's Bridgers. Paul's Bridge. Paul's Bridge. He's Paul. She's Bridge. Paul's Bridge. She flew to London. East London. To uh, spend a little bit of time together. And they are uh, now official in the relationship. Wow, can you hear all those hearts breaking? It's over. It is over. She's wow, going to break up. She's got her hand on his chain. Mm. She's not afraid to yank it. He sets paces ro- uh, racing wherever he goes, but millionaire bachelor Christian Grey... Uh, that's in Fifty Shades of Grey. He was a character. He was a character. But Jamie Dornan was spotted in a more casual look down under as he took a break from working on his new project. So people know him as Christian Grey, but he was wearing like... Uh, he spotted in a break for filming, grabbing a quick lunch of a, from a sushi place before heading off to Dylan's where he browsed for books. He was wearing a big beard and he had a, like a, a yellow jumper and a blue jacket on. You'd hardly know. Good detail there, Jim. Thank you. Good detail. That's no problem. Uh, Sushi, very healthy. And uh, not very healthy, Liam Gallagher is addicted to frozen margaritas. Not really the type of stuff you'd expect. Not the pizzas. No, no, no. The the fruity (laughs) flavoured. Fruity flavoured. Not Dr. Rucker's frozen margaritas. He's been ordering eight litres of it at a time. What? From his uh, off licence. I thought he was off the drink. Yeah, the gaff. Well, he was meant to be off everything, yeah. He was off everything and jogging and everything, wasn't he? Real healthy. He was jogging. Yeah, he could be doing. It. He could be doing it all. Yeah, he could be doing a bit of in the sunshine. He does. He does tweet the word pub a lot. Uh, it's eight liters and it's twelve euro a shot of it or you know a glass of it. But in fairness, he is loaded, so he'll be grand. Wow. All right. Well, that's fair play to another two hour kid. Tonight. Yes. This is Robert Lamclock. It's seven to four. 10 past 7 on a uh, Wednesday morning it's sunny at the moment but there is rain forecast for later mm. Nobby went on to some radars and thought we might we might escape it but it looks like we won't we might, we might escape it in Dublin anyway till about 3 and then it's gonna hoop till about yeah, 8 yeah 3 and 8 walk the dog or the cat early as you can or after 8pm get out there now yeah this is a perfect time. It's lovely though. Fields are going to holidays. I was out last night walking about a quarter past ten. It was still bright. I had my shirt on, my sleeves rolled up, nothing else on. Well, you know. I saw uh, Holly Carpenter tweeted yesterday, made me laugh. She said, I feel I feel very jealous of men who can walk around with their ditties out. <laughs> I think there's a rule against it, Holly. I think there's a rule. Even a law, in fact. <laughs> is, there, is there a law? Yeah. What would, you, what would happen? I, I'd say it's, it's would you be arrested, would you? For walking around with your if a woman walking around with her top diddy's, off, diddy's out in Holly's yeah. words. Uh, yeah, I suppose you would be, yeah. Only because we've sexualized boobies. When you think about it, I mean, it, it, what's the difference? <laughs> we've sexualized boobies. What's the difference between a man with his top off and a woman? I'm all for equality, Jim. Oh, absolutely no. But the uh, usually, usually men who have their tops off are not the fellows who should have the no, tops off. No, they'll make you wince. Yeah, but if, <laughs> if ladies were walking around with their tops off, there could be traffic incidents. Those so. man boobs take the eye out of a spider. Do you remember there was that bus shelter 
and there was an ad for a travel agency years ago and there was a very sort of uh, like a, a swimsuit picture of a woman you know it's like she wasn't mm. in the nip or anything mm. she's in her swimsuit and she's beautiful and so many cars were crashing because of this billboard take it down <laughs> they took it down that's man for you watch out lads you know the old hot weather I know there's not as many people on the streets but uh, don't be be careful now if you're checking out young ones come here the UK media Nobby are very excited this morning because well the Euros around the corner and they announced the squad oh yeah England it's a very strong squad very strong possibly the strongest I've ever seen from England waistcoat is still the boss is he yeah yeah I'm Uh, telling you they could be favourites they could be favourites there's Harry Kane in there Jim is he I haven't checked it There's all. A team you can't walk away well, from. We, yeah, of course he's the captain, isn't he? So, yeah, I'm joking, I'm Jordan Henderson, uh, yeah. Harry Kane, Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire. Do you remember Jordan Henderson's tweet from a few years ago that came up during the last tournament about his PlayStation or something? His mad confiscated his teddy. <laughs> yeah, Phil Foden, he's amazing. Right, uh, Trent Alexander Arnold, Declan Rice, mm. <coughs> mm. <coughs> Jack Grealish. <clears throat> Stop now. I'm not saying that. I'm saying Marcus Rashford, Gareth Bale, well, he's playing for Wales. And uh, yeah, unbelievable. So there's some good. I'd say England are like, yeah, you can keep Wales, your grand lads. But now this is what this is what they do. They get so excited. They say, oh, we're, we're so, look at our squad. We're brilliant. We're going to win. Oh, well, you're saying that now. They're not saying that. They will. They? I'm telling you, it's not the players who do this now. It's the media. And they'll go, we're going to win. We're on the ball. E-o, 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 Ingerland and the next thing psh, gone <laughs> Penos the dreaded Penos they want to be practicing their Penos that's all I'm saying so um, uh, lines of duty is the headline so they're going to set up an AC12 for the cops in Ireland yeah but guard of sergeants and inspectors middle ranking guard you say why, why are you testing us for drugs you need to have a reason the new guard anti-corruption unit <laughs> I'm looking for Ben Chiacana, fella. Uh, are probing allegations of drug taking within the force and suspected infiltration by organised crime gangs. They called them an OCG, Jim. Come on. OCG. We've so all watched Line of Duty now. So they're going to have zero tolerance, as you'd imagine, on, on the Well, Drew Harris, Netflix. when he started that job in 2018, it was zero tolerance for everything. Yeah. Everything. But they're going to only start in, in six months. So you got like six months to get clean. To get it washed out. <laughs> you'd imagine a lot of Gardy don't do drugs. Like... Uh, a large amount of you know people in society don't do drugs apart from alcohol and you know yeah, yeah. maybe a bit of weed and uh, but you know if you have a if you have a class A uh, drug problem well not even problem even if you casually use it you probably shouldn't be in the guards well Chief Superintendent Joe O'Leary there are some complaints about drug taking there are others where there might be infiltration from organised crime from the OCGs so they're going to look into it anyway it's, it does no harm for uh, big organisations like that to keep an eye on themselves oh, absolutely yeah yeah because according to the telly you know there's, ah. there's plenty of bad apples yeah well there is there's bad apples in everywhere no I think there already is I mean there is an anti-corruption department in, in any police force I think we already have one of the guards. I think this is just getting news because it's the random yeah. drug test. Well, the AC12 has made it glamorous. It's but probably never glamorous before. I suppose you could also look at it from the side of Imagine if you are in, in, in the guards, uh, big black shoes, and uh, <laughs> you're like, I don't do any of these things. You know, 
and now now I have to give a, a urine sample or whatever every so often like it's kind of you're accusing me of something that I'd never even dream of doing so I can see why some people would well one of my annoyed about it. now it's only a TV cop I'm talking about here but one of my favourite TV cops is Vic Mackey and he was he was corrupt he wasn't doing the drugs but he was definitely doing all sorts of shenanigans oh, he was bent as they come yeah. he was a bent copper but he was a good copper <laughs> yeah so anyway uh, we never found out what happened to Arnott on his back did we I think that's because everyone gave up the will to live. Right. You know? So everyone's back was at them. Do you reckon there's somebody was watching this in the Gordy and going, no. MC12, we should random, like they kept random drug, drug testing him we every week. We never even responded. Bing. It's like this email, you have to come and do a random <laughs> drug test. It's like, <laughs> respond. Joe, do you think that's like a good idea? Should we do that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's do that. You think Drew Harris is a WhatsApp group of senior Gordy <laughs> and they said, we'll talk about this on Monday morning. Yeah. Everyone's, everyone I, loves the AC12 fella. I don't think it works like that. <laughs> What's that? The DIR? Yeah. Oh, God. It goes on way too long. Doesn't it? Anyway, sketch, Gardy. Sketch from yourselves. This is Robert Lamclock at 704. Hello, this is Dermot Kennedy. Did he release his... What did he say? He, was releasing he promised news. he was going to announce stuff, didn't he? And what did he say? Um, Not a lot. I normally hang on his every word. His Insta story was him driving through a forest. Oh, new tour dates. Better better days tour. North America. There'll be days like this. North America. Uh, Chicago. Yeah, that's great. A lot of Palooza. Yeah, that's great. A lot of Palooza's going to be good. Kansas. Uptown Theatre. Uptown Go give it. The Pageant. Um, and St. Louis. God, these sound deadly. Minneapolis. Yeah, Minneapolis. Yeah. Come on. What if we could go? What if we could bring a plane like Anton Deck? A plane full of listeners to see Dermot Kennedy... In somewhere that is in his hometown. How about Cincinnati? Oh. August. Oh God, these are like these are weeks away. Yeah, they're weeks away. Wow. Good fun. So yeah, he's... Well, look, do you know what? At least he's warming up for when he does the proper gigs here. I don't know what size venues they are in America, but like the fact that he's cracked there that quickly is pretty impressive. We're never going to see him again, basically. He, he won't come back. See ya. See you Maybe for his mad Christmas. For the Armory of Minneapolis. They aren't, they aren't huge. Well, he's doing a tour. Well, that's what Gavin James did. He did a lot of these little small venues. I don't know if it actually worked out. In the you long. have to to tour America. You have to tour it and tour it and tour it and tour Probably it. Probably go there for five years or something. Yeah, it takes a long time to build it up. Yeah, you two spent the whole time over there, and that's how they got big. And look what happened to them. Yeah, so that's a, such a big place. Like it's so big, it is pretty big. Pretty big. Um, I, other news this morning that people are probably just still trying to get their heads around is the uh, the old pup. I hate when they call it the pup. Who calls it the pup? I've heard stupid idiots call it the pup. Ah, come on. So it'll reduce on a tapered scale between now and February down to about 200. And um, I think the really difficult thing is, it, like, there's loads of jobs out there, right? But you're, if you're in a really awkward position. If Let's say you're, let's say you're a musician and like things were going really well and you'd, you'd, maybe you'd even left a normal full-time job yeah. five years ago because it was taken off. You'd, you want to wait till that type of job kicks back in yeah I mean I know people who work in the live entertainment industry and you know we know we know a lot of DJs who haven't worked at all and if that's all you know they've been surviving on the, the PUP and hopefully when things start opening up again gigs and live events will happen and crew and people who are especially trained in but if that hasn't happened enough to, you know, give everyone their job back by mm. February, I can see why those people are, are really kind of upset and, and annoyed and feel like I'm just being left now to do a survive, sink or swim myself. I saw somebody saying yesterday, I don't know, if they, he said, like, he clearly is completely out of reality. He said people have been saving up their PUP. 
Right. So they don't have to come back to work. Ever? Well, it's hardly it, lasted that is, long. He was talking about the restaurant industry. So he said a lot of sort of waiting staff and bar staff have been sort of saving up. I don't know what, what they, you know, what have they been living on if they're saving up their PUB? So, uh, or maybe saving a bit of it. See, I think if if you if you got, I don't know, if the bank said to you, oh yeah, you don't need to talk to us for three months with this and maybe you didn't have something else to pay. Yeah. You might be able to squirrel a bit away. I don't know. A lot of people wouldn't, I'd say. But like I was talking to a hairdresser last week and a lot of people have either left the hairdressing business, uh, particularly the barber business because they just couldn't wait. They needed to, you know, pay a bill or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then others are, are going out on their own because they realised I can cut hair in people's gaps. I have no boss. Yeah. I can work whatever hairs I want. Uh, By the way, the, the appointment system in barbers is... Brilliant. They just need to never get rid of that now. Because you, you have your appointment, right? You stroll in at five minutes to what the time is and they're ready for you. And they also do walk-ins, so like everybody's happy. So you've got the walk-in still going. You, you the appointment sit on the bench for half an hour if you want. You can sit on the bench and, and yeah, you can take a gamble on it. So you might get lucky. Ooh. Or you can have an appointment just like, barber in gamble. you go, bang. And I've spoken to the, the, the barbers I was talking to said that they love it. It's just like this is constant. That They're down a couple of haircuts a day from the appointment system. But with the walk-ins, it's kind of evening out. Right. So it's good. And today, of course, uh, hotels, B&Bs, hostels, they all open. But you have to be, uh, well, it makes sense in hostels and B&Bs because why else would you be there? But you can't go to a hotel just because you want to get some lunch or a carvery. You have to be a guest. Oh, yes. But that will change soon. So good luck to everyone who's uh, reopening those places today. And if speaking of hotel stays, we have a fantastic stay. Yes, we do. In a beautiful hotel. One of those hotels that's reopening is the Morgan. And you will be a guest. You'll be their guest. We'll put you up there before 10 o'clock. Somebody's going to win that. Uh, we'll tell you how you can win it. A lot of people are getting in touch yesterday about the, uh, the old box room. So we'll tell you you can win it very, very soon. It's F104 at 7.24. If you are reopening anything today, give us a shout. We'll give you a mention, give you a plug. Say hello. Three alarm clock, it's F104 at 7.37 and getting down to business, yo. Uh, I'd like to ask Crossy about this, so I think he's going into... Uh, I, 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 w- I waved at him towards... Get in there! Get in there, I don't know you. if he knew what I meant by... In there. What's you, set, what are you about Well, you, you know he's a fan of the L swimming, right? So yesterday, oh, yeah. this... Uh, Photograph appeared in uh, everywhere on the internet. The scary music. It's in London. Architects fitted the eighty-foot, eighty-two foot swimming pool. That's nice, 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 uh, decent enough. Not huge, like not Olympic. So let me load up Crossy here. Have you seen the photographs, Jim? I have. So there's a swimming pool between two skyscrapers in London, is it? And it's got a glass bottom. So is it between? It's not London Bridge. No, it's not. So that'd be cool. You can see, so you're when you're sw- when you're in the swimming pool swimming around. Yeah. You can see down below you. You can see traffic moving underneath you. It's so glass. You have seen or whatever. Or presume seen across. Now the thing that it reminded me of, you know, in China and stuff, they have these glass walkways yeah. along the edge of mountains, and it's like, would you do it, Crossy? I think I would, but I found out yesterday, it's a private club for oh. private people. Oh no, okay. Uh, it's uninterrupted views to the ground from the tenth floor of the with the Houses of Parliament and the London Eye in sight. Didn't I get rid of their London Eye? Was that just us? No, just they, us. They, they kept the London Eye. It was we up didn't the eye was. Do you remember you we, dared me to go up it for something? Do you know, did you go up it? Yeah. I wasn't really there. It was nice. What do we call it again? Harry's hoop. <laughs> Harry's hoop was here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's Prince Charles's hoop or something. And oh, the London Eye's great crack. Or Boris's hoop. The London Eye's more, like uh, twice as big or three times as big. I'd say. Yeah, so it's 115 feet up off the ground, basically. That, that's the thing that makes it unusual. So, you know, if the glass, if the weight of the water was to smash, yeah. you'd be gonzo. 
I think that's the thing that's freaking people. Like my hands are getting sweaty just well, looking at it. Surely the, some scientist has done the maths on it and it won't break. But there's no way. You're, yeah, you yeah, are bridges, absolutely grand. Yeah, engineers design bridges, Jim. They don't collapse either until they collapse. <laughs> but look, until if you're up collapse. that high though, lads, if you're up that high and it does happen, you're gonzo. So there's no, you know, you don't need to think about it. Yeah, but that's that's like the element of life where you you calculate risk. Well, can like you, you imagine the photograph? You think that when you're in a swimming pool, the worst thing that could happen is drowning or some some kid jumping on your head doing a dive bomb. But this, this <laughs> in this, you could end up, you know, on top of traffic. Yeah, on top of traffic, yeah. It holds 400 tonnes of water. I wouldn't even want to even drive underneath it. That's how much I, I wouldn't want to be. You're grand. 400 tonnes of water. I think everybody said, like, the, everybody on my timelines were just saying, no. Like, it's just glass. That's all it's holding you in. 400 tonnes. Is tons. it not plastic? It's heavy-duty plastic or is it, is it glass, yeah? Mm. It must be bulletproof, some kind of glass, is it? I'd imagine, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that's the weight of planes, you know, like, of water. Just with two buildings holding it up. The question is, if it was in Dublin, where would you put it? Oh, probably the IFSC if it was Dublin City Council anyway. <laughs> and if you were underneath uh, it, right? The Google you, building or something there. If you were walking underneath it and somebody was having a wee, you'd be able to see. Because there'd be a little yellow cloud there around There would be a yellow cloud. <laughs> What's or that, Mammy? even worse. Is that a trout? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, or what about one from the Google building to the Capitol Dock building? Like a big, long slide. That'd be cool. I know you're talking the lotto ad now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, you have to share the love, don't you? <laughs> That's, That's a good. good ad, in fairness. It's good. Anyway, so you're in, we're out. Good. Good. But uh, if you Would haven't you? seen it. Uh, Not on your It'd be cool to talk about Nelly. But I, I don't know. I remember being on top of a swim pool in Sydney um, and like, it's just, just a normal hotel and like, Oh, there's a swim pool. It was right up the top. I've never seen a swim pool on the top of a building before in my life. Oh, yes. And it was lovely. The swim pool's on top of a building. That's fine because it's connected to like something solid. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're on the ground, technically. Do you um, think the lads there, though, who'd be at it would have abs and the girls would have big boobs? Like, I don't think the likes of ourselves would, would probably suit well in that London swimming pool, no? Uh, well, it depends on posture. The flats are all right, yeah. Yeah. yeah they could be. <laughs> you could wangle your way in there, are you joking? Cross you get in anywhere. Especially in your dry robe. Yeah, <laughs> and then you open it up and you're like, close that. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Sir, close that, close that. <laughs> glass in ice hockey on the boards, it's plexiglass, and that still breaks. I wouldn't trust it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he sounds go. like you know I'm with him. Yeah. I'm with him. No to the swim pool in London. No, yeah, no, no, We'd all be sitting at the side with a bag of cans. Yeah, doing the show or something. <laughs> bag of, I don't want to let you in a bag of cans in this place. They will. Cross to get us in. We'll have a bag of cans and we'll put our litter everywhere. No, we wouldn't. That's what we do back home. We wouldn't do that. 
It's 7.42. Uh, somewhere else, very nice with a swimming pool that's far safer is the Morgan Hotel. We'll give you a chance to win a lovely stay in it very soon. So Amy Schumer is having a bit of a crack at uh, the marriage of Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. And she said, because <laughs> they're, they're celebrating their, the, the success of A Quiet Place too, And uh, she was full of admiration for the movie, but she said she wasn't convinced about their relationship. She said in a now deleted post, so maybe this wasn't a joke. Oh. The 40 year old said, I loved every second of A Quiet Place movie part two. Yeah. Even better than the first one, which blew me away. Yeah. Amazing to be in a movie theatre. And then she said, Although I've said for a long time, I think Emily and John have a pretend marriage for publicity, but I still think you should see this re- see it this rainy weekend. So, Krasinski... Why, why, I mean, why would she say that if she didn't think it was something in it? So he spots it, and he said... He, he said he joked, Thank you, Amy, for blowing up our whole marriage. Uh, our whole marriage. So, yeah, so... so uh, In case you missed it yesterday, Emily did this like detector thing. We'll just bring you a bit of it. This is probably maybe why she tweeted about this. I don't know. Would you say the last name Blunt is better than Krasinski? Yes. That's why I kept it. He, he thinks so, too. It's all right. John has said he saw The Devil Wears Prada more than 72 times. Don't you think that's a little much? Yes. Have you ever seen any of his performances more than 72 times? <laughs> I mean, I watched probably about 72 episodes of The Office, so let's go with that. Sounds convincing enough to me. And here he is, he said he didn't really want to make a sequel to A Quiet Place. I bet you he's happy he did now. I got into the sequel world by saying I didn't want to do it. There there was um, an immediate response from the studio that they wanted a sequel. And I think I realized in the process that I am an audience member first before I was a writer, director, or actor in the movie. And as the audience member, I've always been weary of sequels. Why would you do another one when the first one was so good? How are you going to expand the world? I had all those same questions. I had no intention of doing it. They, I told them to find another writer, director. And while they were sort of contemplating that, I had this tiny idea. Um, my producing partner on the movie, uh, Andrew Form, said, well, can you just write out an outline to give to any writer director we hire? And I said, yeah, sure, no problem. And as I was writing the outline, I was halfway through it typing and I went, damn it, I'm directing this movie. He talks very fast. He does. And he also sounds a bit like Seth Rogen. And Seth Rogen, (laughs) Nobby, this is huge for you, right? What? You were a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan. Yeah, don't tell me he was in that, was he? No, but you remember we we had to go and see a screening of something? Yeah. And it was absolute, it wasn't great, right? Yeah. Good afternoon to you. Wasn't great though, okay? But Seth Rogen is like you. He is the biggest. <laughs> what do you mean he's like me? He's what, the biggest. What do you mean? As as a kid growing up, his room was covered in. Oh yeah. In so he's the biggest fan, and he, then he became a fan of the comics. He became a fan of the movies. April O'Neil was the first woman I loved. So they they got a super fan of the turtles to do the next turtles movie. It'll come out in August. Oh, that's cool. Twenty twenty three. This is going to kick ass. He's, he's, there's no way he's going to mess this up. The so original is, fan will be able to. It's yeah, the movie he was born to make. To make. So you are going to be front and center with your popcorn. I've often thought of the '90s movie versions. Yeah, they were good. They just made you want to go to New York. They were eating noodles out of cartons, and I was like, "That is cool." Um, this is going to be fantastic. Like I've heard him talking about it, and he's so excited. Look forward to that. Yeah, he's a proper fan. Very good. Complete fanboy. Cool. When you say that is 23. That's 23, yeah, so. God knows where we'll all be by then. <laughs> will we let go to the pub by then? Fingers crossed. Okay. It's 7.54 on FM 104 with Miley. 
Good luck to everybody reopening today with your hotel, B&B, guest house. And to celebrate the fact that hotels are reopening, uh, here is something uh, I did a while ago when hotels were in full swing, offering a new service for hotels. So it's like a turnover service, is it? Yeah, so I got through to a hotel, I got put through to a bedroom, I started asking them questions, but my new service didn't go down too well. Good afternoon, how can I help? Hello, could you put me through to room 112, please? Thank you. Big base for leisure travellers. No security. Hello. Hello, it's reception here. Everything okay? Yeah. Is that room 112? Yeah. We're just checking in. Everything is okay in the room. Uh, Is the bathroom working okay? Yeah, it's it's nice. I'm uh, just ringing from reception just to see that everything's okay at your yeah. end. Yeah, 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 everything's fine. We're down okay. here at reception. Okay. Yeah, grand. Just checking on the pillows. We've had some complaints that the pillows weren't fluffy enough. Did you have yours? Were they fluffed up? They're 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 fluffy. Okay, thank you. Bye. And the duvet warm? Not too. The tog isn't too high for this time of the year. <laughs> we had complaints of somebody staying in room one one two before that the window wouldn't open just checking these things we're very very into our personal service here at this hotel okay okay that's really nice but I'm asleep thank you for calling just before you go uh, you did request a personalised bedtime story no yeah no I no I didn't which is no problem I can do that this evening my name is Jim and I can do that for you now I didn't request a bedtime story once upon a time in a land far, far away, there lived a little fat elf. Are you f- serious? I didn't request a f- bedtime story. You the have little me. little fat elf oh. had giant ears and he could hear the owls. Okay, this isn't reception. Trees. This is some weirdo. Cormac, there's some f***ing weirdo. Don't interrupt my, dr- my, my You've story. You've woken me and my boyfriend up. The little fat elf had a big suit that he would, he would wear on special occasions. Little did he know, but the owl of Okay, I'm going Ballybrack, to put the phone down. The, the owl of Ballybrack I'm, could I'm swoop going. down, pick him up by the ears, Who and bring the him f- are you? to the You land are not reception. This is, this is really f***ing weird. Of Kalani. Okay. Uh, madam, I really would prefer if you didn't swear during my stories. The little fat elf was flying on the back of the owl to the land of Ballybrack. Little did he know that a pot of gold and nestled Behind the Rambler's Rest. Story. I didn't request a f- bedtime story. Okay, well, I'll leave it there then, and you have a good evening. Thank you. I'm putting the phone down now. Ten questions. 60 seconds. 1,000 euro. FM 104's Instagram. With MissQuote.ie car insurance. Empowering Irish women every day. Visit MissQuote.ie. So this day next week, Claire. <laughs> this day next week, you where will you be? Uh, sitting the leaving, sir. Right, so like an hour and 15 minutes to go. Where will you be? Outside the school? Where will you be? Uh, probably doing the last bit of study. Pacing up and down somewhere. Yeah. Okay, so leaving start next start next week. Do you, do you have to wear a mask during the entire exam? Yeah. Have you got a lucky mask? 
Um, no, not yet. Okay. How have you felt the year has gone? Has it been a weird one for you? Um, yeah, definitely. Have you asked anybody who did it last year to kind of give you an idea of what it's like compared to normal years or have you thought of that? Or? Uh, they basically just said not to take the predicted grades. Right. Okay. That's good advice in itself. Yeah. Okay. So you want to do nursing, hopefully. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Well, look, best of luck with all the exams and uh, we hope you best of luck with all the questions here because we're going to turn over your exam paper now in a second. If you get 10 questions, you get a thousand euro, which should be... <laughs> You get your results much quicker on this show, though. Thanks. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Don't, be, Don't be nervous, Claire, right? If you can do this, next week will be a breeze. Exactly. Promise. Exactly. No one's listening to your answers next week. The game starts in three, two, one. What martial art were the mutant turtles experts in? Ninja. In measurements, what does LB stand for? Lib. Pound. In what country is the Coachella Festival held? America. What nationality is Margot Robbie? Australian. True or false, today is National Rotisserie Chicken Day. True. Ballymaloe Cookery School is in what county in Ireland? Mayo. In TechSpeak, what does the abbreviation IMHO stand for? In my opinion... Who has more Instagram followers, Taylor Swift or Demi Lovato? Taylor Swift. Who is the manager of England's Euro 2012 men's team? 2020. Um, Pass. And if today was your birthday, what star sign would you be? Libra. Libra. Claire, you did very well. I was I was about to give Nobby one of those looks. Yeah. Because you got I felt the look coming. The first five were all correct. I was like, here we go. Here we go, leaving Surter. Winner yeah. winner, chicken rotisserie dinner. Ballymaloo Cookery School and their factory or whatever it is is all in Cork. That's where Ballymaloo is. In, in my, my honest, honest opinion. Or some people say humble. Would you accept it humble, Jim? Would I you? would have expected accepted humble, yeah. Um, Taylor Swift has 160 million Instagram followers Demi poor old Demi's only got 106 million Garrett ah. Southgate is the I wonder will he will he do keep going with the waistcoat thing I would yeah yeah is that all a bit sort of that's what he's famous for now a bit 2018 that or Dickie Bowes uh, Gemini would be a star sign if you were born on the 2nd of June so look I, I give you the my honest opinion for the crack and you got 7 uh, but imagine that was 700 points <laughs> You know Think of it positively uh, Thank you for having a go Good luck next week Thank you And to everyone else in your class And good luck with the nursing Hopefully we'll be talking to you Some early morning now You'll be on the way home From Vincent's wrecked All going well You'll have a normal Debs <laughs> Thank you You never know Have a good one Thanks for playing Bye. Bye Bye Somebody said this is Nail biting stuff It is nail biting stuff Did they Did you get a 10 Who got a 10 let us know. Kids in the car, kids in the car. Everyone is a little star. Up the Dublin bus. Early on the strawberry, the chat to Jim and Nobby. Kids in the car on FM 104. So, kids, the big question today is what mm. would you change in the world? One thing you could change in the world, right? Yeah. 
anything. This is a bit out there, this one. We can get anything for this. Let's see what we got. Hi, Jim, Jim and Nobby. My name is Rian, and I like to change the world into Minecraft. Minecraft. <laughs> now, I don't like the <laughs> nether, kids. I don't like it. It's like hell, Nobby, the, the nether. Is you, go, you go underground, it's all very evil. What are the nether, nether regions like? You go under, you go through this portal and you go down. And I don't like the nether, lads and lassies. I just don't like it. Uh, I just keep remembering getting boxed into a castle dungeon and I can't get out. It's like a recurring nightmare. And the illagers, they sound like some kind of hip-hop album. The illagers? They're villagers who are, who are evil. Oh, yeah. Fellas are like flat whites and tweed caps would go to them. <laughs> Hi, Jim. Jim and Nobby. My Mason again. Hi, Mason. And the thing that I can change maybe I want to change in the world is closed schools forever. Closed schools forever? Mason, how do you know about things then? Though I know that sounds good, but I don't know forever. Look, at when the schools were closed, Mason, be honest, you did, you missed all your pals, didn't you? Yeah, doing a few sums and what's 80 minus 2. And Hi, Jim, Jim and Nabi. My name is Ryan. And what I would change in the world is COVID to go away. Bye. Yes, well done. I'm with you, Ryan. Ryan. We'd vote for you. We're all waiting for that, Ryan. Don't you worry, buddy. And all the kids listening, this won't be around forever. I know it feels like it will. We promise. We promise. Yeah. God, that message nearly going to make me cry. That's a good one, Ryan. Well done. Hi, my name's Millie. And anything in the world I would change is the adults go to school and not the kids. <laughs> what would well. you do all day, like, with the adults gone? How would yeah. you make food for yourself? I'm hungry. You. Yeah. Who'd get your tuck crackers out of the press? Because you can't reach them. Probably just get a stool. <laughs> Maybe grand. Minecrafting tugs. I'm Ava and I want Christmas to be three times. Bye. Three times at Christmas. Okay, where would you have them? You'd have them at normal Christmas time. I'd just space them out, wouldn't you? Probably have one around now, wouldn't you? Paddy's Day would be Christmas Eve. Oh, and then three maybe Christmases. That's a lot of presents. Maybe you're in the middle of summer. Three Christmas presents Amber So that means you get Four presents a year Nice Very expensive for Santa Hi my name is Ava And I would like That nobody can die And that Covid goes away Bye Just stop kids You're making it Yep Hi Jim Jim and Abby My name is Holly And one thing I could change In the world Would be school so the time in school would be when you go outside and then the time by you're outside would be the time that you'd learn. Bye. What if school was only an hour? Like, you got everything in. Like, like speed reading. Do you know, uh, I know a school and the, all the homework, all the written homework for the, for the year is over. It's all about getting active in the month of June. All right. Isn't that a great idea? That a re- that's a real thing, like? Yeah, no written homework. Excellent. In the whole month of June. Wow. No homework in the month of June. Harry Saunders is eight today. Mom and Dad, how are you? Have a good day today. There's a few more birthday requests. Thanks for that, kids. Birthday presents, end of COVID, and uh, no school. That's kind of the vibe from most of you. (laughs) Yeah. You've got good imaginations. That's good. Don't worry, it will. It'll happen. My name is Jack, and if I had to change one thing in the world, it would be for no COVID. Yeah, that's the one. No COVID for September, please. In your face, COVID. Well, not, you, know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Get, get lost, COVID, is what I mean. Get lost. You don't want COVID in your face. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Mooney's Hyundai, Long My Road and Dean's Grange. Your first stop for Hyundai. epmooney.ie So, uh, the... Uh, you all right there, Stephen Donnelly? Benefer have been seen together cuddling. 
Oh, yeah. Well, last week he was smoking on her balcony. Right. And if she can make him give up the smokes, then they're definitely going out again. He went down to the shop. He got, he went, what did he get? He went down to Spar, got 20, 20 Johnny Blue. And some Monster Munch. Yeah, and she was on the balcony, wrapped in a kind of a... Dry robe? A, well, no, I think it was like a sheet or something. Or a sheet? A, dre- a dress that looked like a sheet. <laughs> right. Billie Eilish is to release a new single, Lost Cause, today. She's whopping them out lately, she is, isn't she? she is. Following the release of her third single, Your Power, from her hotly anticipated second studio album, Happier Than Ever. The reason they're, they're, they're all doing so many single releases is it helps them stay at the top of all the charts, Spotify charts, streaming charts, Shazam. So what is it? They just... They They're just, just like firing they out songs. Drip, they drip release like four or five songs. Yeah, whereas it used to be, you know, they you you'd get a song every three months from an artist. It's now every Friday, every second Friday. Yeah, well, well, do you remember when... Um, when uh, what's his face? Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Ed Sheeran. That's a, how did I forget Ed Sheeran's name? I don't know. He released two singles at the same time and people were going, what's the story what there? What were they? Sing. And... Cr- crush. No. You're, I think you're wrong on both, actually. No, okay. Castle on the Hill. Yeah. And? And, uh, oh, I don't know the other one. Come on. Give it, home it to me. No. That'll help. Castle on the Hill was the fast one, then there was a slower one. Here's Billy's while you're thinking. Oh, it's got chanting in it. I like a bit of chanting. Oh, yeah. What was it? I'm not telling you You've got to work it out ah, James Corden's wife Was in a bathroom So do you remember The best One of the best I think uh, Carpool karaoke Is when he was doing it With Stevie Wonder Yeah And he, he said to Stevie Wonder That he, you know his wife loved him And could she Could he It was the only one He's ever got to ring his wife <laughs> And Stevie Wonder Rings his wife And sings I just called to say I love you Down the phone Corden's crying But then at the time I thought Oh that's very emotional But he cries At the drop of a hat now You can drive cry on cue and anyway, she was in the shower when Stevie Wonder rang her. She was. He's okay. revealed. <laughs> okay. Uh, this would go for millions of dollars. Stevie Wonder's going to call your wife and sing, I just called to say James loves you. You know, I, I, what I didn't know is when I got home, my wife Julia was um, actually in a bathroom stall uh, at a restaurant <laughs> when the phone rang. So I had this gorgeous image of her just being completely overwhelmed with emotion, but she was just literally in a toilet at a restaurant as he was singing this love song down the phone. And I, I'm glad I didn't know that at the time because it was so moving when it happened in real life. Isn't his voice getting slightly different? It's, it's becoming... Julia. What, Julia. Why is he talking a bit so different? I don't now? know. Did, was there a production meeting where they said you sound, need to sound more royal? Like, Prince Harry is more royal, and he doesn't have to do that voice for the American audience, so why discordant? Michael B. Jordan on Love, Death and Robots. Uh, inside the animation, Life Hutch. The collection of animated short uh, films spans several genres, including comedy and fantasy. And uh, Michael B. Jordan reveals how much he, got, he loved playing the part of Terrence. I kind of discovered this series uh, through a mutual friend and I checked it out and I binge watched the entire thing it was like incredible I was just genuinely a fan I honestly just wanted to show my appreciation for what, for what he created and just fan out a little bit and I just turned turned out that you know he had an opportunity for me to slide into one of the episodes and it worked out great Slide into Robot DMs sounds a bit strange now in fairness and David Harbour on Stranger Things the Marvel crossover conspiracies they're talking about Stranger Things and Marvel's crossing over here is what he said so there's all these conspiracy theories that, like, you know, Hopper went to Russia 
and then put on a super suit and, and uh, now is the Red Guardian in this Black Widow. Wouldn't movie. that be awesome if they tied those two things together? It would be a real, yeah. And if, it wouldn't even be better if you could just double it up and bang those scenes out while you were already there. It would make shooting a lot easier. Yeah, well, sure, yeah. absolutely. I should get them on that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't feel like coming back now, that show. Ah, it's strange. It's any season far. Haven't we even finished season two? So this is a good one. This is a good one. So a tattoo artist has revealed... Couple come in, and they're madly in love, and they decided they were going to have matching, t- or you know, his and hers tattoos. He's going to have her name on him. She's going to have his his name on her. Gorge to remind themselves of their undying love for each other. Couldn't just tell each other, no. Well, they knew that, so they they come in, and they they're getting the tattooed on. He goes first, and he gets her name done. He's a bit nervous because it's his first tattoo ever. Where is it? I don't know where the tattoo was. Key part of this conversation, Jim. Like, was it on his arse? No, let me just... Let me just arm, say, maybe. Let's say the arm, yeah. I know so, someone who, who got a tattoo on their ankle and uh, their partner is called Lisa, so they got a nail. He actually got it for Leinster. Oh. But she thinks it's for her. And have you just have you just announced this by mistake? Mm, maybe. <laughs> L is for Leinster. Is it in blue? Yeah. So... He, uh, there's the famous one Johnny Depp had Winona written on his arm yeah what well, he got to change something didn't he he got to change to Wino which yeah. is you know yeah mm. anyway so they come in he gets her name tattooed gorgeous let's say his arm doesn't say exactly where do we know, do we know her name don't, he didn't say the names because of what happened because oh. he was a bit nervous got the whole thing done and then she, they go right now your turn she goes no what you're grand she found out that he'd been cheating on her. Oh dear! So he says, like, so she confronted him. Said, "I know you're cheating on on me," and uh, she said, "No, I wanted you to have a permanent reminder of how much you loved me and how much you've lost me now." <gasps> because you know, you know, I'm you're not dumped. the love of your, I'm not the love of your wife. You're dumped. Love your life or wife. And she was also he was cheating on her with her best friend. Oh dear! Now come on, there's just no excuses. So she's there was the ultimate revenge. Serve cold. She knew what she was doing. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Oh, that'll be lovely. And then he's got her name written on him. I think this is why tattoo artists make sure you sign stuff. I mean, and imagine sometimes a tattoo artist, you might be a counselor and things like this. Yeah, because you're are you really sure now you want this or, do, or I don't know. Maybe somebody's just like, yeah, what do you want? Where do you want it? If you are a tattoo artist and you've changed somebody's tattoo for them. Um, what have you changed it to? What's, what's the backstory been? Is there creative ways people have taken, you know... Winona to... I love know. Debbie. Have you changed it into I love the dubs? Debbie's. <laughs> the dubs. God, yeah, that's a bit... Uh, that's pretty evil, all right. But that's in fairness, you know... It's clever, kinda, though, isn't it? You kind of deserved it. Yeah. Uh, and equally, is there any listening who, you know, you got something and, um, you know, you had to change it? Because it didn't always work out. And also, uh, Crossy's been asking some questions around here today and he's been asking what's in your snack drawer? And we haven't got to yours yet, but Crossy's got two microwave popcorns, a packet of custard creams, a Cadbury's dairy milk, the big one, some brown hula hoops, and some cheap Tesco's jelly beans. That's fully stocked. I love cheap sweets. They're always they always taste best. Allison um, has peanuts, toffee pops, and Pringles. The green ones, good mix. Oh, the green ones. Try the fiery ones. I tried the new fiery ones. Very good. Are they? Yeah. Very Moorish as they always are. And Emma Nolan has jellies, half an Easter egg from Easter still. 
Well done. A multi-pack of twirls, posh crisps, and a packet of cheap multi-pack crisps in case of emergency break. <laughs> break ha- open big bag. We have... We have gone very posh with our crisps as a country, haven't we? Like, you know, we've got sriracha and sweet potato and we've got, like, the balsamic vinegar of the seven seas mixed with uh, rock salt from the Himalayas. Like, yeah. we've gone a bit too... I think if you're going to have dirt, you just go cheap. Cheap and dirty. cheap dirt, yeah. But actually, it's funny you say that about Emma Nolan and her Easter eggs because we found a lint Easter bunny. Where? From, from Easter. Down in the back of a bag. At home? Yeah, do you know how maybe? big is it? And the, the, the medium the size, size one. Oh, that's a good one. That's a decent. Is that with the chain around a his couple neck? of ears? Do you like? We used it to make rice krispie cakes. You dirty wackers! If you've never had rice krispie cakes with posh chocolate, try it. Now, don't get me wrong. Posh, oh, I love dairy milk. There's, there's nothing more you need. But if you take lint chocolate and make rice krispie cakes, look at you! You're salivating, even thinking about oh, it. Were, I, I, how many did you get out of I it? I nearly. Oh, like loads. They looked about 20. I nearly went back for another one last night, but then I didn't. What'd you have with? What'd you have a glass of milk with that, did you? Tea. Cup of tea. Yorkshire, which you're dirty, all out of. Dirty, Bertie. Yeah, dirty old devil, yeah. Oh. Yeah. What's, what's in your snack drawer, everyone? Let us know. I'd not highly recommend the Lint Bunny. Yeah, I think we have one at home. Mm. Seriously. It's yeah. absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> Let us know, please. 87 Tattoos and chocolate. Where can life go? Wrong. We're here all this week with the Morgan Hotel, which are back open this week, like everybody else, for hotel guests. They've got a massive swimming pool, they've got a gym, they've got lovely views, they've got a very nice, upgraded, refreshed hotel rooms, and on Friday we've even got a junior suite to give away. So it could be your date night that you want to uh, go on that you haven't been on for ages. We're asking you, when is the last time you went on a proper date with your other half? Rachel says, the last date was Valentine's Day 2020. And just as our main was served, the babysitters rang and we had to leave. And that was the last night we had alone for the whole no. hour we were gone. Oh, dear. Oh, that's not good. You're in the draw, though. That is good. Just as the, so they lo- Did you bring the main as a doggy bag even? Or what did you do? Just leave it there? You couldn't just leave your main, like, could you? We went for wings. Our first and only not out since the birth. Heartburn all through pregnancy. Oh, dear. Couldn't go for food. Babysitters. Went to the local wing place back before social life was good. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of roadblocks there. Let's, let's remove the roadblocks, stick you in the draw. Gavin says, my last proper date outside the house was the 13th of March 2020. That was pretty much the lockdown day, wasn't it? Or uh, was it the week before? Something like that, yeah. I think the 13th of March, yeah. Uh, for, it was for my birth date, which was the 18th, which was due for work the rest of the week. Yeah, I think I did a show from home on the 13th of March. My only recollection of that was uh, there was a few pubs still open at Temple Bar. Yeah. And there was outrage on social media. Look at all these people waving their hands in the air like they just don't care. And everyone's like, what's the big, what's the, oh, okay. So, um, birthday was due on the 18th, but it was due for, to work the rest of the week, which was a strange feeling in restaurant staff where they were nervous about the place was half empty and they woke up the next day to get ready for work and was announced that they were closing due to COVID. Our first wedding anniversary, the 28th of November 2020, was the last house date we ever had. Says Gavin. Well, Gavin, we really want to get one of you. Out and about. Mm. So wherever the... I mean, I, I'm sure there's stories there that there was a date night kicking off, maybe even a few date nights, and then because you couldn't meet people that weren't inside and that all fizzled out. There has to be date nights out we there. We know somebody who, uh, who they, they hooked up on a on an app just as the lockdown was starting. 
they've continued to remain, remain in contact with this person that's a lot of built up thumb finger well, action <laughs> and on the messages a lot of messages over the last couple of years so yeah, it is cool. Like it's more than a year, isn't it? When will they finally get Fair together? Fair play to them actually sticking to the rules that much. Like, a, you know. Oh, that's a lot of anticipation. I thought they are in different countries. Oh, my God. Yeah. Does he get on the plane? Well, this cliffhanger stuff. Well, best of luck whenever you... If you can beat that, let us know. Mm. A movie out of that. Maybe you met somebody and you really fancy them, but you can't snog them because you're a bit wor- worried to, um, until they've got the double vax. <laughs> Yep, <laughs> double vax and then seeing the jacks. It's 9.27 on FM 104. <laughs> I went on a first date with a guy just before lockdown at Christmas and we're still talking but haven't been able to meet up since. A lot of aubergine emojis for the last five months. Is that your aubergine or is that his aubergine? They're clearly big into cooking curries. What, does the, what do girls send as a, as a... Not that they would, they're not really that... They don't Peach. think that way. Right, but that's... That, that symbolises the bottom, Jim. Yeah. Okay. Or or that she's a peach. But you know the way the aubergine is a man area. What's what's a lady? Is it a man area? area? I thought it was to do with curries. Curries? Yeah. What what do what's the lady air thing? Can the I lady know? emoji. Yeah. What is the equivalent of the aubergine ladies? What is you what if you have to do I don't think they would though. And the lady emoji. I don't, I don't think women are that obvious about things, you know. No, be more sort of winky faces and kisses and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, be yeah. more leave it through the imagination. More, yeah. more like, here's an aubergine. Like, <laughs> literally, like what? And by the way, if you say, if, I don't know if anyone's actually, actually uh, ever held an aubergine. You know, hello, lift one up, have a look at the size of them. You're only going to be disappointing somebody. All right, don't be going around super value getting all aubergine. But they're huge. Yeah, I know, but it's, know? Just, it's just as emojis, they so look more like a sausage. You're letting people down for, uh, you know, disappointment. A butterfly, Nobby. A butterfly? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sugar and spice and all things nice, Nobby. Jesus you know? Christ. Jesus, Mary the wee donkey. What is <laughs> What is it? <laughs> no, no, this is, you can't use some of those. What? No, you can't, no. It's just a cat. <laughs> How's it going? Just a little kitten. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> don't take it out this afternoon because there's showers coming, and you don't want you don't want. Uh, and people are sending. <laughs> people are sending very rude. They're, they're very funny. We, <laughs> 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 we can't. No. Anyway, <laughs> calm down, everyone. Start All right. So the weather today is going to be uh, a mixture of sunshine this morning, and there there is some kind of. Some kind of rain coming later on, according yeah. to who you believe. Is that because of flutters, is it? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, I nearly said it there now. What? I can't the be talking about said. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. That's just a slang word. Anyway, um, yeah. Jesus, me butterfly. Thanks for listening to FM World 4's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Listen daily and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.